Welcome to A Wild New Work, a podcast about how to take wise, soul-centered action in your work life, all based on the wisdom of nature. I'm Megan Leatherman, a mother to two small kids, coach, writer, and amateur ecologist living in the Pacific Northwest, and I'm your host today. Hi, friend, and welcome to the early part of the winter season, a new Gregorian calendar year, which you may care about or not. Um, Hopefully you uh, made some space, if it felt good, for the winter solstice back around December 21st. Uh, And if you didn't, that's fine too. But that to me felt like much more of a new year or new shift than the January 1 thing. But, you know, every season, every year is different and we get to decide which thresholds we want to work with. And I think the important piece is just that we're choosing or not choosing, you know, and that it's an intentional choice to work with the rhythms of our lives and the years instead of feeling like everything is just kind of happening to us. So if you crossed the new year or if you're into the early winter period feeling haggard at all from the end of year activities or the just push of, you know, late November, December in this Western culture, I want to encourage you to just move toward what is life-giving to you right now. That may or may not be more rest, but it will be something that is rejuvenating. The things that feel like they feed you in some way, I encourage you to just make more space for that. Um, And, you know, I think there can just be a lot of pressure to rest and I'm all for rest and I think it's really really important but I also feel like it's sort of a a reflection of our very up and down kind of manic culture to to talk about rest in a way that's like so big and like you need rest like the winter is rest (laughs) you know and if you like have any activity at all it's overdoing it and yada 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 and really in nature the winter is a season of integration and the days are shorter but they're getting longer now since the winter solstice but it's not like this total ending you know it's not like we are in bed for months at a time nature has a much more healthy relationship to rest where it's a foundational element of stability that yes the plants are more active in the spring and the summer but there's not this kind of frenetic up and down doing this kind of boom and bust culture where we don't do anything and then we way overdo it and then we get burnt out and can't do anything so I just want to say that because I sort of bristle at all of the pressure to like go slow and take time to rest and sometimes that is exactly what I need and I'm sure I could be doing more of it but also like we just every day need that you know and it doesn't have to be this like um this sort of capitalism capitalismized idea of like huge rest and then huge activity that's just not really true or organic for most people at most times so that's my little Um, sermon on rest and the winter and how we might be feeling in this early year time. I took some space from work in December and largely went offline and it was 
my intention to open a little space for this creative project that I've been kind of nestling and working with and I wrote a book in that time and I mentioned this on the last podcast episode the book is called winter at work navigate mystery and cultivate new vitality on your vocational journey it's a culmination of the last few years or an entire lifetime you decide (laughs) of really studying the seasons and how our vocational and spiritual journeys can mirror them And this book is about the winter season specifically, how we can literally work with the winter season to live with more natural rhythm and perspective, but also how we can bring the wisdom of winter into our working lives when we are in those periods, when we have left what's familiar and we're trying to be with the very mysterious, often uncomfortable process of letting the next part of our path emerge. The winter season in our vocational journey can be a time when things are confusing, they're vague, we may not even have language for it, it's just that what used to make sense doesn't anymore. And it's, like I said, very uncomfortable, but it's necessary. Just like the rhythms of the seasons are necessary for life to go on. And some winters in our lives are really big where we're doing like major foundational reworking recreating others are smaller where maybe there's not a lot that changes externally but we have this hint of kind of mystery and reintegration inside of the winter season and it we may not know what it's done or what the fruits of it are until the spring or summer come but we all go through winters and this book is my offering to those of you who want to learn some old and magical ways of being with this incredible season literally and figuratively in your working journey and in today's episode I want to share some of the overarching themes of the book as a sort of primer on how you can hold yourself and your creativity and your working life as we move through the winter season If you're hearing me talk about it and just are so excited and can't wait and you want to go buy the book and hit pause on the episode right now, you can find it at awildnewwork.com slash winteratwork and there will be a link in the show notes for you there. Before we dive in, I'm going to read our opening invocation. So wherever you are, taking a breath into your belly if that feels good, noticing your body in time and space right now, and just listening as I recite these words. May each of us be blessed and emboldened to do the work we're meant to do on this planet. May our work honor our ancestors, known and unknown, and may it be in harmony with all creatures that we share this earth with. I express gratitude for all of the technologies and gifts that have made this possible, and I'm grateful to the Cowlitz and Clackamas tribes, among many others, who are the original stewards of the land that I'm on. So the book starts off with a little reminder of where we have been before we enter the winter season, which of course is the autumn or the fall. It's a time when we have released something, consciously or not. The trees, the plants are dropping their leaves, many animals are preparing to hibernate. It's a period where we're working with the themes of death, of shedding, of letting go. And again, this could be literal. It could mean we have actually left a job. We have finished a degree program. We have 
um, cut ties with a collaborator or ended a business. And it could also be sort of an energetic letting go where maybe we haven't actually given notice yet, but we've sort of cut the cord energetically or we've decided that we are going to walk away from our business, but we haven't announced it yet. There's some sort of um, releasing or letting go that has occurred. And then the winter comes with the winter solstice in late December, bringing us from the fall season into the winter. It's the nadir, the darkest point of the year. The light from now until the summer solstice in late June will build and grow over each day. And so it's sort of, it always feels like kind of a paradox or a juxtaposition to me that the winter is is about navigating mystery and darkness and things that are not yet seen. Well, at the same time, the light is returning. Um, and so I think that's just a, a beautiful thing to sort of hold and kind of um, remember that even when things are feeling really confusing or we're feeling lost or we've stepped away from this thing and we're mourning that and we have this grief that's here, something is still holding us. The light can still grow. That What feels very mysterious and un, even untenable right now will become clear eventually. And so that's an overarching theme of the winter season that the light is returning and growing. I always break out the winter season into three micro seasons, the early winter, midwinter, and late winter, and this is how the book is structured as well. Each of these micro seasons has its own texture, its own wisdom, its own invitations, and these are based on my experience living here in the Pacific Northwest with a few sprinkles of insights from my time living through two winters in the northeastern United States, which taught me a lot about how to keep going when you know there's eight feet of snow or whatever and ice and you're falling down the hill trying to get to the train station to get to your effing job I'm speaking from personal experience so um, I, I pull all of these into this work but I encourage you to notice what the winter is like for you in the landscape that you live in right now or the landscape that you grew up in and the winter metaphors that feel meaningful to you and to track how they change over each of these three micro seasons. So I've mapped each of these seasons onto the literal time frame and zodiac signs that they're associated with here in the Northern Hemisphere. But when we're doing this work internally, there is no real time frame. Sometimes an early winter in our vocational life can last for nine months or nine days. Sometimes we fluctuate from micro season to micro season. And I encourage you to absorb what I'm going to share and sort of let it anchor you in the external season of winter and how it flows. And then to internalize what resonates and see where you are today and how the energy of your own working life changes throughout this season. So I want to start with the early winter period where we're focusing on our soil. This is around the time of December 21st to January 20th or 21st it changes each year but this is the time when the Sun is in the sign of Capricorn. Capricorn is a cardinal earth sign it's initiating us into the winter season and in my work with this part of the season and in the book it's really based on the premise the idea the truth that life will continue life will be reborn life can thrive 
when the conditions are right. It's really about relearning or remembering how to cultivate an inner landscape that is healthy enough to birth new life in the coming spring. It's about bringing this work into the body and as much as we can, letting go of the need to figure everything out about our work or our lives right now. You know, we think we're being active and sort of fixing things and like building things when with all of the doing and working on our work, whether it's like literally being an email or working a lot or applying for jobs or doing a lot of networking. And that's all beautiful. But there are times when that activity actually prevents or sort of creates an obstacle to the healing or the opportunities or the life force that is trying to come in. And so this early winter period is really a time when we can play around with doing less actively on our working lives, but still using that energy, just shifting it to focus more on our holistic well-being. What is it that helps you to feel like the soil within you is healthy, is balanced, is ready to see and receive what will inevitably come? You know, a lot of my clients start their process, start our process together with physical ailments of some kind, Um, fatigue, extreme fatigue, pain, injuries, inflammation, often associated with the stresses of their jobs and trying to trying to make it inside of this economy that's, you know, in its last stages in the midst of wider collapse and a pandemic and all of the stressors of the last three years. And even if they leave said job or that stressful situation, these symptoms can continue for a while. The body needs time to recalibrate. And we like to act as though our bodies are separate from our careers or the energy that we put into work, but that's just not true. Everything that's happening in your working life is happening through your body. And Capricorn is an earth sign. It's said to rule the structures of our bodies, our knees, our bones, our teeth, the parts of us that literally become the earth after we die. So in this early winter period, we're invited to focus on the one foundational structure that we cannot live or work without our bodies, our organs, our nervous system, the way that we are metabolizing work through these physical vessels. And this can be really annoying (laughs) because it's like, I just want to fucking fix my work. I want to, I want a new job. I want a promotion. I want to make more money. And the idea that we need to like shift some of our energy into the structure of our bodies can be really, there can be a lot of resistance there. And I know that, and I feel that, and it it can seem so like boring, you know, (laughs) especially for those of you who are very ambitious or intellectual, but this is an essential part of any transformation. And it's not a one and done thing. It's not like we do the work for, you know, the three weeks or four weeks while the sun is in Capricorn and then we're done. But the early winter period is a really fruitful time to place focus on this because it's what the rest of the natural world is doing. The soil is resting. It is recalibrating. It is digesting the water that's coming in, the composting leaves that are on top of it, and we can join in that ancient work. When I do this, when I focus 
some of my energy on the structure of my body and take it away from the need to work on or fix what I feel like are problems in my working life. And when the people I support do this, even if it's just a little bit at a time, work really begins to change. Our relationship to it changes. What we can see about it, what we can metabolize changes. So this is something that a lot of us want to skip over, um, but it's, it's really essential. And in the book, I go into more detail about how to do this and how to be with this time. After the early winter period comes the midwinter, when we start to work with seed wisdom. And this is around January 21st, 22nd to February 22nd-ish, depending on the year. It's when the sun is in the sign of Aquarius, and we start to do seed magic. New possibilities might begin to make themselves known to us now that we've given the soil within a boost. We might be more receptive to these sort of wafting ideas that float by. They might be just vague premonitions about what we want next. They may even be imperceptible. We might be having more dreams. We might notice more synchronicities where the same person comes up in a couple conversations or the same um, organization or same lifestyle or career path. And so it's a time when if we've settled our nervous system enough, we can begin to see new seeds, new energy start to percolate. And where we get stuck here, where we stumble, is that we get this like whiff of an idea, like I could, you know, I could start a business, I could leave my job, I could do that job, I could, you know, create this thing, I could do my art full time. And we get those like inspirations, and then we kind of demand that they start to grow on our timelines. We demand that they become clear before they are ready. And what's necessary in this midwinter period is really learning how to do magic and alchemy, something many of us have forgotten how to do. But in this midwinter period, when we're working with our own rejuvenation, our own reimagining of work, we have to sort of woo these seeds to life. We have to make ourselves a really friendly environment for them. It's important to fill up on what is nourishing, what is inspiring, so that these seeds that have been planted within us know that this is a friendly and safe environment to grow into. They can start to show themselves to us. It can be this sort of co-creative process. In the book, I talk about the process of imbibition, where seeds pull in water from their environment and use the pressure of that filling up to crack open and begin to unfurl into the surrounding soil. And this is a beautiful metaphor for our invitation at this time to fill up with the practices, the people, the beliefs, the experiences that feel like a big drink of fresh water. If our soil is healthy enough, it can hold a lot of water. But soil that has been overworked, neglected, extracted from over and over again can't retain water. That's when we get landslides or soil erosion. So this is why grounding the body is so important because then we can really fill up on what is life-giving. We can fill up on the possibilities that make us feel alive. The ideas that do make us feel expansive and larger, like we can take up more space in our lives. 
Um, and so the midwinter period is a time when we are letting that really flow through us, inviting the ideas in, allowing all the ideas to be valid, all the possibilities to be cherished, not getting too attached to any one idea or one pathway, but being so open and friendly to them all and starting to see which seeds have energy behind them and starting to work with that energy in a way that's not overbearing or demanding or like we're screaming at the seeds in the soil to grow faster, but we're just being with it in a really wise, um, productive way. So then we enter the late winter season when we're in the sign of Pisces, which is around February 22nd to March 21st, and we're working with the themes of surrender. We've done work on our soil. We've started the seed magic, and now it's time to surrender to the fact that we have very little control over anything. This is a tough micro season to be in, just, you know, vocationally and also literally, at least here in the Pacific Northwest. The weather is often still cold, it's wet, it's dark, and we might feel like, you know, we've trudged on and we've been so patient and we want things to be clear by now and we want them to be here. We want the new thing to be here already and it might not be. And this period is really like a master class in how to create new pathways in our lives. If we can stay with this time and learn with it and work work with it in a wise way, we will learn how to focus on where we have agency and then let go of the rest so that something really lovely and even more than we expected can come into our lives. Something that we can build that can sustain us for a long time. So in this period, you know, we're doing the work of the early and midwinter periods. We're focusing on our sleep. We're limiting distractions. We move our bodies. We track the ideas and dreams that we're getting. We might be actively working with the seeds that are beginning to sprout in our lives. And then we let go of any of it needing to happen in any one way or on any one timeline. So we do what's in our realm of influence. We stretch our roots out toward what can help us to come alive and we remember that we can let go, that it's safe to let go, and that we are supported inside of a friendly universe that gets brighter when we thrive. We surrender to the final chapter of the winter season, to the end of the zodiac cycle, and we take a breath. (laughs) And then Just when we think we can't go on any longer or we're about to take that job we despise or agree to that project that puts a pit in our stomach or we feel like we cannot be any more patient, the spring equinox comes in late March and a new zodiac cycle begins with the fire sign of Aries. When we've done the work of winter, when we have focused on our soil, made a friendly home for our seeds, when we've surrendered to the fact that this universe is so much bigger than us, then the gifts that have been planted in us before we were even conceived in the womb have a real viable chance of taking up more space in our lives and in our work. On my journey with clients, the early spring often brings a clarity about what next steps to take and also a resolve that may be unprecedented in their lives. They have done the inner alchemical work to enter into the spring, 
really clear about who they are and what their roots are. They have stayed open to the mystery of how we find our way in this world, and often that brings clarity about what their seeds are, new ideas for work, new collaborators, new business possibilities, things that they may not have been able to see or hold in their beings if they had just barreled through the winter season as if it had nothing for them. And this is, these are some of the risks of winter that we can um, neglect to go under the surface and we're just sort of trudging through a a thick snow like you know spending a ton of calories and energy trying to shove our way through this landscape that wants us to be still for a moment we can there's always the risk of course of freezing and just being so overwhelmed by not knowing what's next that we don't move at all Um, and so the winter has its obstacles has its risks has its harshness for sure And it also has medicine, and those things are true at the same time. So I hope that sharing some of this at the beginning of the winter season can give your body, your brain, some insights about how you want to be with it as it continues to unfold. Um, Hopefully something has sort of nestled into your subconscious so that if freezing does come up or overwhelm or impatience or feeling like you're completely lost that you have some anchors to hold on to and if this episode has felt resonant to you I encourage you to check out the book which goes into much more detail and gives you some tangible ways to bring this perspective into your daily life and work and again you can check that out at awildnewwork.com slash winter at work Thank you for joining me for this episode. Thank you for being with me as we step into a new year and into the new season of winter. Take such good care and I'll see you on the other side.